welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I am joined by Hillary, Sarah. And today on the show is our special guest. We have actor, writer, Patrick Morgan. Hello. Welcome, Patrick. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, my God. And in honor of Patrick, we are having night cheese. Yes. Like we're having night cheese right now. An absurd amount of night cheese. Night cheese. It's ridiculous. Check our Instagram to see. Yes. It's the spread is, I mean, they're getting out of control, but in the best way. But in the best way. I just feel classy as fuck tonight. I know. We are so, we are classy as fuck. Patrick brought scones that he made from scratch. He made whipped cream from scratch. From scratch. It's amazing. Yes. um, We, well, the movie we're talking about today is Roman Holiday, starring Audrey Hepburn and And Gregory Peck. Peck. So we felt like we should be really classy. And yeah. so we got the scones. We were having like a tea party. I got my china out. Uh, we're going to be talking about Roman Holiday today, as I mentioned. So that's 1953, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Sarah, you want to give us a few, some hot facts? Hot about, facts. About Roman hot Holiday. Facts time. Hot okay. facts. Okay. Um, the director, William Wyler, he also directed films like Ben-Hur, Funny Girl, the story was by Dalton Trumbo, yep. who wrote things like Spartacus and The Way We Were. Um, and the two other people. And was on the blacklist during the McCarthy yeah. era, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, before we get into talking about this movie, let's talk a little bit about our experiences with Roman Holiday prior to the podcast. So let's start with Hillary. Um, I had never seen this movie. And that was all I knew about it. So, but this was not like the usual where you think you've seen the movie. No. Like you I were like, I haven't seen the movie. Have heard of the movie? No. Really? Mm-mm. Nope. Wow. How would you not totally, heard of it? Totally fresh. Totally fresh. Totally fresh. I have been living under a rock and um, I don't leave my rock very often. All right, Sarah. Um, so I grew up in a, a house with lots of old films um, and I had heard of this movie, but I never seen the uh the poster so i didn't know who was in it i just assumed roman holiday was about the ancient romans interesting and then i saw it for the first time a few months ago like in january Mm. and i was like "Ooh, this would be good for the the podcast okay so the first time you had seen it was january or it was the the end of last year so there you go yeah Uh, yeah, so sarah picked this one yeah this is a good good one yeah yay i first saw this movie probably two or three years ago yeah um can't remember what under what circumstances, but I I loved it, and I was on like an old movie binge, so like I watched that and a few other movies. I, I I didn't have to send you this movie; you already had it. I did because like three or four months ago, they had a sale on iTunes for Audrey Hepburn, like it was oh. an Audrey Hepburn collection, and so of course I saw it and I had to buy of it. Of course, of course, yeah, like you do. And so it has like all a lot of her movies. So you so you are like sort of familiar with the Audrey Hepburn canon. You're like our Audrey Hepburn expert, maybe? Or Sarah's seen a lot of your, her movies too, right? I wouldn't Sarah? say expert, but okay. yeah. We'll call you an expert. Yeah. For Sue us if you want. All okay. intensive purposes, all right. you are tonight's expert. <laughs> I've seen probably like six or seven of her films. Um, okay, so that's a lot. See, that's yeah. more than me. Oh. Um, okay, so I had never seen this movie before. I... Um, I, you know, I just, I've never seen an Audrey Hepburn movie before. What? Really? Yeah, this is my first Audrey Hepburn movie. Hmm. Okay. Um, I, uh, Patrick looks like he's getting faint. Well, that's just shocking. Like, I just, I haven't, I, I don't, I don't watch a lot of, uh, my, my sort of period. I have seen movies from the, I've seen older films, usually things that were like, 
you know, Citizen Kane or something, you know, you're yeah. supposed to watch when you're in film school or whatever. All right. So that's our experience with uh, Roman Holiday prior to the show. So let's get into talking about this movie. Seems sort of distant. Let's just do it. You look stupid and rich. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. Fascist. All right. Let's get into it. So Roman Holiday. Hmm. 1953, yeah, starring Audrey Hepburn and Gregory Peck and some other people. Um, Sarah I kept calling him Cary Grant in my head, and I don't know oh, why. Different well, movie. He's brunette, and he has like yeah, he's got that that dark look. That, what's his that name again? Gregory Peck. Yeah. Brown Gregory eyed, Peck. brown hair. Gregory, right. Gregory it, Peck. To kill a mockingbird. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just okay. if you get lost, think about Patrick Swayze's pecs. Okay. Oh, okay. you're so right. <laughs> Sorry, we're not talking about that movie this week. So the first thing we get here is this sort of long credit sequence with shots of Rome. Yeah. And some of the most fucking, I mean, man, back when the patriarchy was like ruling over all like the names, like you just don't see just names like all men. Hartley Power anymore. Oh my God. You don't yeah. see names stage like that. name. Oh, guys, Hartley I am Power. Hartley Power. You Welcome should. to the Feminine Mistake Podcast with Hartley Power. Okay, or look, you would actually, you would make a great Hartley Power. Thank you. You would. You would. Thank but yeah, you. so there's some oh very like intensely masculine names yeah. here up front. Um, and uh, we get this sort of the title card that says this whole thing was filmed in Rome. Which is huge yeah. because back then they filmed everything in sound stages. So like they have a, a, an entire like card that says... The, something about the entirety of this film was photographed and recorded in Rome. They they only included like the bare minimum credits, like no PAs or right. So all the credits are up front, yeah. As you as you mentioned, and the the, the reason was, was because the time. they um they, they they wanted to make sure that everyone saw the credits. That was like, look who made the film. But then when audiences started to be like, this sucks. They put them at the end, and what used to be at the end were the trailers, and that's why oh. they were called tra- trailers. Oh my they god! Trail the film. Oh my god! That Holy makes so shit. much more sense. Mind blown. Yeah. So, and then they the switched way. it in the '60s, I believe. Oh well, I like. I well now they marketing. Yeah, um, so we got the credit sequence. It's filmed in Rome. Uh, so the first thing we get is Princess Anne, who uh, Audrey Hepburn plays. Do we know what country she is from? I was just asking that. It's written here. What and is it? Here's the thing is they keep saying like uh, a person from an undisclosed country and then like she will be like she will make her country proud and like they just they never So they really say. didn't want to. They no. were like here is the didn't ambassador from wherever and here is the person from Croatia. No. Tell the three countries she Princess wasn't Anne, from. Audrey making Hepburn's her parents were What's Belgium? Where Belgium? Belgian? 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 Sorry. Belgian. They were Belgish. Belgian. They were Belgish. Belgish. Yeah. <laughs> Flemish. Oh my god. Um. So Princess Anne, who so she so Audrey Hepburn plays a, a, a princess. Yes. Who's not your t- like? She's not your like Disney princess. She's like more of like a diplomatic pl- princess. She's like going to these like social like a p like almost like a public relations kind of situation going to different countries meeting leaders giving speeches uh you know not that she's in control of any of this she's yeah. been kind of given what her yeah, p- point of view is on she's things. like fostering peace like that type of yeah she's I think like that was a like her diplomat platform. kind of thing yeah. yeah i don't know when queen elizabeth's coronation was but it was probably oh like 
around that time. And I want to okay. say her coronation was in the mid 50s or later 50s. I don't know. Interesting. But before leading up to that, I know this from watching The Crown, like she was on a lot of diplomatic missions. And so that's like pro- diplomatic missions to Alderaan, for example. Well, wait. Anyone? Anyone? Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> like. Guys, I've seen it. Don't okay. ruin anything Shh. for me. Uh, that That's going to be it. a different episode. Yeah. Different episode of the podcast. We can't have any spoilers. Okay, no I've spoilers. Already had enough spoiled for me this week. No spoilers. Oh, bustle ruined girls for me. Okay, well I don't know. So no. I won't tell you. You were about to say something important, and I ruined yeah. it with a Star Wars joke. Please know. continue. No, it was just about Queen Elizabeth and her missions. Like she went on tours around the world, and I think first to South Africa and. The countries mm-hmm. in Africa, and then I want to say that she also went on a trip to India as well. But okay. like that's what her job was until she became the monarch. And so, oh, so that's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, she's on a bunch of missions. We see shots of Audrey Hepburn waving she royally. Goes to London, uh, Amsterdam, Paris, and ends up in Rome. Do you think she went to any coffee shops while she was in Amsterdam? No, I think I, that's the appeal of what happens later on yeah. in the movie that she gets to do the stuff that she doesn't get yeah, to do yeah, she didn't her. even get to smoke any pot did no hash cakes for her None. we also so see a lot sad. of stock footage of people waving and cheering oh, yeah. and yeah. Well, the, this, so this is a news flash which this is what they would play before right the, the films they would play the would play, play the news yeah i thought that was really cool right and so we see her doing all these things um and you start to get the sense that maybe like i think they're really subtle they sort of subtly introduce the idea that she's very bored with this life like i think you can even kind of see it in the newsreel footage yeah a little bit in her eyes right her, her eyes are yeah definitely um and so next we get to uh we're now in italy and we get to the big ball um, and this scene yep. was so cute at the ball yeah with the shoe yes that was i'm just like i've been there so many times so she's like standing there she walks in and immediately sits down and then they look at her and she stands back up to like greet people right and like then she just like is standing there taking her shoes hours well like me she must have she probably got her shoes at target yeah they're not comfortable (laughs) yeah she's probably never worn them before but she's like using her toes to itch her ankle and then like the shoe like tips over and it's uh, underneath her big skirt so no one can see by the way we haven't mentioned amazing dress amazing princess dress i would wear it amazing i want it it. i'm gonna Mm -hmm. be honest i wanted all her clothes but yeah so she's greeting people in a number of languages she's lost her shoe yes Mm -hmm. um now she's got to sit down and the shoe pops out from under the and dress. People can see the shoe. People can see, and her it's ladies like a, in waiting. And it's like a diplomatic nightmare. And people you guys. are like, yeah, looking at it and going, How what, could what she? should we do? And like these men and women behind her are just like, what do we do? Well, the me- one man on her left shoulder points or taps the do woman. These people have names because, like, one of them's a general of something. I, I never heard any the of countess. their names. The woman is the countess, but I don't. But I never heard her any name. of their names. Yeah, they didn't seem like. But she did, has a title. Do we look it up in That's the credits? Yeah. Do they have any? Oh, I guess they no. don't. No, the credits came before the, the movie. Yeah, I didn't know right. who anybody but, but thought the it was. Credits didn't have characters. Right. They didn't even give they character didn't. names of Peck and Hepburn. Huh. Oh. Well, yeah. So she's got a posse of people caring for her. She is kind of like uh, cared for and told what to do, kind of around the clock. Yeah, and it really it's is the made her infantile. Um, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, I in think a way. So. Yeah, and I don't. I think she wants to grow up, but the people around her won't let her yeah it's like made her mm. incapable of like making decisions yeah. and yeah. like facing tough things you know like she seems to like kind of crack under pressure all right so after the ball 
she is um, she's in bed. She's wearing her, uh, you know, seven year old's nightgown yeah. that she's wearing, which she complains about. She, she wants does, pajamas. She wants pajamas or perhaps to wear nothing at all. She does mention that as well. She doesn't want to be mm-hmm. naked. Although yeah. she doesn't know what she's missing. Her pussy is so aerated in that. <laughs> like, that's what you need is you need to air it out. With a flannel nightgown. Yeah. Just like yes. Okay. Did not know that. There. But she wants to choose to be able to wear what she wants to wear. And yeah. Not be told to wear a nightgown. She's like, like I want a sweaty, pajamas. confined I mean, she's wearing all a night. nightgown that's like up to her chin, though. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that does sound very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And hot, like these. I mean, I sleep naked. Maybe what she wants so. is a sleeveless. Nightgown. Well, there, there's really no yeah. more airing your pussy out than sleeping. Completely. I know, that I true. do. That's how I sleep. Yeah, just like I, I just let it get all the air it needs <laughs> at nighttime. I need some covering. <laughs> some. <laughs> I, I have children the house so i can't See, that's do my that. biggest fear is that my apartment will like catch on fire because i've thought about this several times when i've like gotten into bed and been like where is my bathrobe yeah. i'm like well these blankets should, are coming why don't with you, me if anything happens why don't you, know? you throw like, a kimono on your on your i really chaise need, I need that's to, right next to your bed you're right why you don't gotta, i just like throw a kimono on my chaise lounge you got a chaise oh my god right next to my she does not i want a chaise definitely doesn't no i don't have that word I guess throw it throw it over your um you know window unit air conditioner that you have and just grab it on the I don't even have a window unit. I wish I had a window unit. (laughs) It'll just have to like go over the pile of my shoes that I keep by my door. There you go. That's a good one. Just in case. So anyway, that evening, uh the countess Yes. Is they brought her her milk and crackers. But by the way, we never hear her refer to her as the countess until the end. Right. Yeah, so we don't know who this woman is. I mean I I kind of I had I had referred to her as her handler. I thought yeah. she was a governess and like... Oh, yeah. Governess, maybe. Like, yeah. like another instance of still being treated like a child because, oh, this is a person who's supposed to... Well, she's in a way kind of like her secretary. I mean, I feel yeah. like... I mean, she's she's there. She's telling her her schedule for the next day. She's like naming or off... Schedule. Both her schedule. Both Her schedule. And she's naming off all the things she has to do. And also like how like she's going to be given this thing and she's going to take it or she's going to be given this thing and she's not going to take it. So yeah. they're kind of telling her... How to respond? What speech to give? She's got yeah. several speech. She's got a labor speech. She's got a youth of are the promise of America speech, and she's got to fire yeah. off whatever speech is appropriate for that particular event. So she's probably a social secretary. Yeah, or I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, whatever. I've never been a a princess, so I don't know. Yeah, it's the fabulous. hierarchy. I'm just gonna let you know right now. <laughs> oh yes, amazing. Princess Patrick. Um, I am a crown princess. Just oh, to put it okay. Out there. And yeah. usually, my countess brings me night cheese. Um, yes, she she brings her no. milk and crackers. Though. I would love right. that. Which she also complains. Okay, about. if somebody brought me something to eat every night, I <laughs> actually look. I you know I, it's weird because I I don't like to be told what to do, but I was almost like after a long hard day. With the children, I would love some milk and crackers. I was Someone like, they over. bring her crackers. They, they her tell back. her what she's supposed to do the next day. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I could, but she's never lived her life though, so she's never experienced what it's like to n- not be told what to do. Yeah, it's different asking for that, like you know, saying I want yeah. that versus yeah. like you have no escape from it. Which I, I totally get what, where you're coming from. But it kind of enticing to me. Frankly. Oh, it's very enticing. A little enticing. Yeah. 
Like some, I feel like I have too much responsibility and freedom, Frank, thank you, frankly. At this <laughs> frankly, I am a little too <laughs> loose, and I need somebody to rein me back in, yeah. bring me milk and crackers. I just need to rewind a little bit to the 50s. Yeah. Like, maybe maybe I should be treated like a child. I just, like, I hate when I have to get up and get my own milk before oh, bed, you know? Like, and I do that a lot. Like, I the, mean, last night, literally, I, like, was in bed, and I was like, Ugh. This chocolate would be so much better with milk. And I had to like get up and walk all the way to my kitchen. Can you imagine? I got to look in my Google calendar if I need to know what like I need someone to tell me what's happening the next day and how I should feel about it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Tell me exactly how I should feel and how to respond. (laughs) Please. It would make so many of my curveballs. I mean, really, I don't I honestly don't want to live that way, but it was enticing. It was a little enticing for just a second there. So in the middle of the go- of the countess going through all of today tomorrow's to dos, uh, Anne just goes apeshit. Like she just, just loses so it. Oh nuts! Bonkers. She's like, no, no. It's very stop. Like, yeah, she's like, and she's like, I'll be dead before the doctor gets here. She's like, she's trembling like, with crazy. But this is after she's glimpsed freedom. Like she looks out her window oh, yes, and she oh, yeah. sees the people dancing. Oh at yeah, the, barge. the party at the barge. And then the that sort of reminds revelers. Her that she's so gilded cage or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what gilded prompts cage. the whole Yes. It reminds me a little bit of... Way better title for this film. The gilded, gilded cage. There are lots of things that remind me of Aladdin in this better. movie. Uh, uh, there are like multiple points where I was like, this reminds me of Aladdin. Do you want to know what this movie reminded me of? What? I like the, the part where they Disney got on the Disney Channel carpet. original film... Uh, my date with the president's daughter. Okay, oh, I've never what. Um, I feel like all movies I like saw in that, that movie. vein, I whether it's what Princess it Diaries what? or whatever, are yes. kind of. I I thought of the Princess Diaries yes. as well, which I have not seen, but okay. I feel like was similar. Yo, this is the exact plot of My Date with the President's Daughter. Really? Which exact plot? But this came first. Yes. So obviously, I feel like obviously, this was the fun source fa- stone. Fun fact. Yeah, for fun sure. fact. That movie also starring Audrey Hepburn. Also yeah. starring Audrey Hepburn, just, just kidding, blonde and uh, in the 90s. And she was wearing yeah. a wig because she would have been very old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe dead. No, she was pretty mm-hmm. much a cyborg at that point. They <laughs> found a way to preserve her body. Uh, it was an MK Ultra experiment. Um, she died in the late 90s, I think. Yeah. Right? Early 90s, I thought. Early 90s? Early 90s, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, th- th- she, this is a little bit over the top, but like back then. A little. No, no. What I'm talking about in 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 movies, the acting in like the the 30s and 40s was super melodramatic, and so this it was like a decade before would have been like a normal like oh she's just on her period period it wouldn't it wouldn't have been like a major like freak out it would have been like oh wait wait was she on her period. Um, I don't know. She might have been. I mean, it, she obviously maybe must that's have been. why they wouldn't that's give her pants. They were like, "It'll be so embarrassing for you, Princess Anne. Your pad is I mean, going to show women through." Women scream like, like that when they're on yeah. their period, so I'm guessing. I know, but I she was and she was really into dresses. Gregory Peck, so maybe she was ovulating or something. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that does alter everything. <laughs> but who can resist Gregory Peck? I know. Well, yes. I can, but we'll get there. Whoa, um, okay. okay. <laughs> Me. He's disgusting. And well, I wouldn't him. say he's disgusting. I'll get to why I'm not a sex. I don't have sexual feelings about him. I wouldn't mind playing catch with Nicole, him in the front yard. Don't justify it. Just go all in. I would play catch with him. I guess. I guess it's my my, my turn to experience this after Kurt Russell and Patrick Swayze. Well, we haven't and, gotten to Gregory Peck. Let's uh, let's hold on to this okay. yeah. till we get to till we get to Gregory Peck's. All right. So she goes crazy. They call for the doctor. The doctor mm. gives her some heroin. The doctor roofies her up real now, good. Now, I yeah. looked this up. 
I looked uh-huh. up what drug he might have given her. I was assuming it was, it was a plot convenient drug. My or it was, it was probably it was a, a plot con- convenient drug, but I looked it up in 1953. Rawulfia alkaloid was the first official mean, tranquilizer. Rufies. Rufies. Basically. She was, was roofied? Uh, obviously she well, was roofied. I mean, I know like, yeah, she thought. It's like some kind of time released roofie they gave her. I just no, assumed it was heroin. That's well, what it was heroin. About too. Wouldn't it kick in like right away? Yeah, no. Th- this is this is a plot. Well, but I was also just like, it's the movies. They don't really know it's, what heroin it's, does. It's, yeah. Well, in any case, they roofie her up real good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's time release, so she it doesn't kick in right away. Even though they like inject it into shots, her bloodstream, they're time release. Yeah. Well, she's also like, <laughs> I, I don't feel anything, and he's like, you'll be feeling something shortly. I don't I know. Mean, like that's, I'm alone that's why they inject too. things, is to have them happen immediately. Yeah, that's the whole right. point. Like of she was supposed to calm down immediately. Like they should have something. given her yeah. just like a roofy cupcake or something. Yeah, that would have made God, a lot more uh, sense. Uh, are they doing that now? I'm in danger, you guys. <laughs> because you have cupcakes? <laughs> yes. Like oh. somebody roofied a cupcake? I would be out. But Gregory oh, Peck smart. gets your goat. Uh, yeah. It, he, he's not, I mean, like not completely, but in this movie. Okay, we'll, we'll get to it. Over, but the way, beep, beep. the way he beep, beep. looks at Anne, I'm like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Here's, that's what I want. <laughs> for me, it's the dark hair and it's a deep voice. Like it touches yeah. me on a very physical level. Okay. Okay. Like, I just, just feel like it's something he's primal. Very daddish. And like he's her dad. Anyway, we, we haven't gotten Here's to that meeting yet, but I <laughs> yeah. felt very much okay, like so he was like. To transition her into dad. that scene where he is very daddish, he walks up to her and she's like passed out and cracked out on a street corner asleep. On right. A bench. She's sleeping in the street. And he yeah. comes up to her and is like very caring, in my opinion. Like I have been passed out at many a place in college and like had dudes have to do this for me and like it's always a nice feeling when someone takes you home and doesn't rape you and you're just like oh god i've got I good mean, i made good you know choices you found with a my good friends. one you, feel, you know you found you know? a good one when he doesn't take you home and rape you yeah exactly you know? saying something folks um well it, th- actually to your point as we were i was watching this with sarah you may remember that um i was like Oh God! Is this gonna become a movie about date rape? Yeah, I, I got the first really time I saw upset it, but here. It was, I was yeah. feeling very uncomfortable. I was very I'm glad. Obviously, I mean I it's the fifties, so I he, obviously like, didn't go there. But. Her. He like pulled her up and like led her to the cab. Well, he was yeah. respectfully distant. Yeah, from her. I, I mean, like, like literally, I wrote in here like he calls a cab and like he. Well, initially he's gonna leave. Yeah, her and on he's the gonna street. leave her there, and then he decides to put her in the cab. And the cabbie's look on his face, like I wrote down, that cabbie is like, "Great, another rapist in my cab. Great, <laughs> right? Was yeah. like, right? I immediately imagined like he right? was like gonna take her before. home. You know, I was like, this is this is what happens. And back then it was acceptable. It's a little meat cute about all, an almost date rape. Yeah, yeah. That almost. Doesn't. Yeah. Almost, but not the, almost, the little uh, the almost date rape that doesn't. Na- and uh, I'll get to this. And the thing, like, sh- it is cute-ish because she, like, recites a poem and he's like, okay, well, yeah. you're well-read, you're well-dressed, and you're, like... Snoozing on a public snoozing street. Snoozing on a public street. Yeah, What's, I loved that do, would you Do, do you want to make a statement? And that, like, is, That's like, a, an al- a, a, allusion to him being a report. Oh, I haven't really thought of that. But that. she does begin saying her sp- her youth speech. Yes. At mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah. That she's supposed to say the next morning. I thought the the poetry thing was, like, a little bit heavy-handed. 
and like oh, yeah. trying to show that she's well read. But I know they had to fit it in somehow. But well, I guess she's supposed to be the uh, aristocrat. I feel like drunk Crat. people do that a lot to try and impress people. And like she's obviously not drunk in this, but she's like she's med- she's she, somehow she's doped up and she's like, wasted. She's intoxicated. She's straight she's super wasted. wasted. And they do have a debate on the author of the poem, like right. you said. When well, you that, have, that, that, yeah. that's in the, be- the the bedroom. But he does say things here that are like you said, like dad, like like you know those people who can't handle their lit liquor yeah. shouldn't yeah. drink. See, at this point, it. I would be like, "Fuck you, old man," and I'd go to that barge yeah. party exactly <laughs> yeah you know what i mean i'm just saying that would that's how where where that yeah. would have gone for me i mean i know that we're being a little s- soft on this because it is really cute and like he's not a rapist but like it's just cre- cre- creepy how they meet for the first time and she's like incapacitated and he's just like okay i can do what what whatever i want i'm gonna take you home i guess and like i don't know well, it's just, yeah i mean it's it creepy, is creepy but at the creepy. same time it's like two conflicting things because this is the first time out in freedom. Mm-hmm. Even though he doesn't know that, she's just vulnerable. And so... And here's the thing is like... I guess if I just I'm, didn't find it romantic. If I'm, no, it's not I romantic at all. But I didn't no. think it was supposed to be necessarily... I just thought that it was supposed to paint him as like a generally good guy. Yeah. You know, like he's not going to leave her out on the street. He's going to... He gets her in the cab... But he, he does asks her, where saying, do you want to go? This is not where my problem. Live? This is not my pro- problem. But Which he shows he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to do it. No guy I mean, wants to do that. No woman wants to do that. How else How else are you going to show the audience that your character is a good guy, except yeah. by handing him an inebriated woman who he could, he could very well rape if he wanted and to he and doesn't. doesn't. And exactly. that's the point. How else would you? And I thought that that, that first look that the cabbie gave was, that's where he got I'm using sarcasm. You know. Do what? I'm using sarcasm. Oh. Yeah. I feel like the I think it's a little extreme. Looking at her was where he got on guard and was like, I need to take her home because he was going to leave yeah, her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the cabbie wants to take her to the cops, which is probably what they should do. At the yeah. end. But I mean, frankly, the cabbie's got the smartest idea. Or like yeah, the hospital, really like she could be have like alcohol poisoning or something. Yeah. Like well, that nowadays, wasn't a thing. Back then that oh didn't God. exist. <laughs> no. But like I I'll be honest though, like I I was creeped out at first of him like getting her in a cab and trying to take her somewhere. But at the end and of the shaking day, her I was in the just cab, like, wake up, I know, like up. slapping her across the face. Slaps but, you know, I thought that was so 1950s. Like, come on, wake up. I <laughs> also, I have been sober monitor for a bunch of sorority girls before. And like, sometimes you got to slap someone across the face and get yeah. an answer out of them. You know, it's just like, it's, it's the way the world works. My question is, what if this movie, instead of being about a young woman who's been roofied, and gets picked up by a much older gentleman mm-hmm. on the town. Yeah. What if she went out and met him on her like barge party? What if she yeah. went out and started having a good time and they like, like connected? If she was never drugged and instead they met. Yeah. What if instead they met and had like an adventure and that's yeah. how they met and they both lied about who they were and just had this fun yeah. night and then the next morning realized. I mean, He's supposed to interview her. She's on the run. I mean, that film has been made by, by now. But yeah, this is not that film. I'm and just saying I would also, have liked to have seen that. I was imagining is what if she was the sober one and he was like on the park bench like well then we think he was a loser, i would never right? take a drunk man back to my apartment it's a total double standard i would want a drunk man to pick me up and like not rape me and take care of me but i would never do that for a drunk man yeah yeah maybe yeah. someone patrick size I saw Patrick no, drunk but, on the street, I'd probably be like, come on. I don't want you, anybody. You're not going to murder I, me. I'll be <laughs> real with you. I don't want to share a cab with anybody who's that drunk. And yeah. I'll tell you why. It's because I don't want to get puked on. Yeah, that's true. I don't, there's nothing you nothing I'm grosser than a tiny car 
with oh. the smell of puke. I've definitely gross. hidden my purse before from drunk girls on Uber Pool. Oh yeah. When they get in the car, they're like, oh, I'm so excited, it's such so fancy, so good in Mayo. And I'm like, you're so good at the drunk voice. <laughs> um, so he ends up taking her back to his apartment. We have a little physical comedy with her bumping into things and he has to like mm-hmm. lead her up the stairs and mm-hmm. and also still that sexual weird tension of like is he or isn't he it's like he takes yeah. her into the room he seemed well to his credit he seems very like wishes that the apartment were bigger so yeah. he could stand further away from yeah. her like he's he very uncomfortable yeah with her in general and but he I stays like out the that, entire though. evening yeah. i like that i want yeah. a man to be that uncomfortable around me yeah and um <laughs> well yeah that's yeah. really that's what that's what that's what turns Hillary I, I on, mean, is like, men who aren't well, comfortable around Here's her. the thing is I do make most men that uncomfortable, but for reasons that are not the same as Audrey Hepburn's. <laughs> um, they're mostly just like, please stop talking about intersectional feminism. I'm really creeped out. <laughs> um, it's like, well, if you're good, then I will. I've watched up. a lot of old movies and there's always like this silly, childish, emotional wit women with a stern, gruff, yeah. Bob, yeah, but that's what this is. Men. He's like he's dadding her this whole movie. Like oh. he's just like, I'm gonna draw you a bath, and I'm yeah, gonna yeah. you you <laughs> no you can't have more wine. <laughs> and I'm just like. <laughs> Stop it, Dad. Who asked you? Well, I also oh don't God. know why he like takes his drunk girl back and then is like, "I gotta get some wine. I'm like, gonna go coffee. out. I'm gonna coffee, go. I'm yeah. gonna go out and get some coffee. You put these pajamas on." <laughs> well, in any case, but. he uh, he gives her his pajamas, oh, so wait, she finally gets some pajamas. Yeah. Yes, that's a, she. Asked, she asked for a silk nightgown with ro- rosebuds, and he hands it's her true. a pair of men's pajamas. And <laughs> I loved that moment, though. She's like, "Oh, pajamas. Will you undress? Pajamas. Yeah." There was that line, will you undress me? Which uh, I thought it was, will you help me, will get, you help me get undressed? That's yes. what it was. Yeah. Well, <laughs> which I imagine she has like a team of six people undressing yes. her every night, right? Yes. But she's like standing there expectantly, like holding but her chest. But it's to him, like, and it's very uncomfortable. And she, she, for you to unbutton my shirt. He, that's uh, what I mean Nicole, by the weird sexual stop tension. Stop watching the cameras of me seducing <laughs> men. <laughs> So Stop like it! Intersexual femi- feminism, and then please <laughs> with those moves. Well, he, the shoulder. He, you guys can't see this at home, but it's beautiful. I'm shimmying a little bit. He takes off but her roughly. tie and then tells her that she can handle it from yeah. there. But first, there's a line he says at someone before that, like, this movie is full of these little like cute but like cheat cheesy lines. Like, oh my god, so cheesy. sorry, honey, but I haven't worn a nightgown in years. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I'm thinking like he looks like. A hundred years older than her to me. Yeah, I'm he so, like he does. He looks so old compared, mm-hmm. to, especially in her jammies. Yeah, with her long hair. Well, since I only grew up seeing him in the Omen when he's an old man, he looked really young to me. Well, yes, okay, I can see where that comes from. Yeah. So the next morning, yeah, there's like a special embassy bulletin reports the sudden illness of her royal highness the princess Anne. So now mm-hmm. people know. Then we see Joe going into work, and his. He's a, a, we've got the standard blustery boss, bald blustery boss, Mr. Hennessy, Mr. Hennessy. Oh, of course. That's a perfect <laughs> name. And uh, Hennessy is. I watched this movie, you guys. How do I not know what anyone's name is? I'm I don't either. As you like, are. Uh, I knew Joe Bradley because I was like, that's a Because I say Joe Bradley so much. And, and before Joe comes into the office, Mr. Hennessy sees the paper and it says Princess Anne taken ill. Press interview canceled. Mm-hmm. So he knows. So he knows that she's home. Yes. And then Joe Joe comes in and he's like, 
he's reaming him out for being first. He goes into the pre-office area and goes right to the woman and and like grabs her food, grabs her cup. As she's holding it I'd and drinks out furious. of it, and she just is like, "Okay, <laughs> okay." Look, and then he grabs no her one food takes Hillary's and, coffee, and then no. she and then he steals her food. He like no. grabs off and like tears off a tiny tongue and like leaves her. Out if the that isn't the and best he's like, representation doll of or the something like patriarchy, that. I don't know what is. I if you guys know me at all, you know that my food is the one thing that's precious to me, and coffee is second most to that. If someone were to come and take those two things from me. Oh, man. This would have been a very different movie. Oh, man. Very. He would have found his whole computer stuffed with child porn. We should have arrested <laughs> because <laughs> nobody does that. Relationships are really all, just learning about people I'm taking your I'm not sure food. if they care about that shit. We should have a gif of his this. His roommate would have like, been murdered with an axe. Oh. We, we should make Amanda a gif. Knox Was that reference? an Amanda Knox reference? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so his boss is basically catches him in the lie and he's like mm-hmm. the princess is ill and he shows him the picture in the newspaper which is the first time that he that joe realizes that this woman Ever. has been asleep in his apartment all night long that he was supposed to interview this morning princess Anne is sleeping on his chaise right now how convenient yeah so this is when he realizes that he's got a golden goose and he mm-hmm. decides. He rushes out chase. of the room, goes to the phone in the other room. The phone bank near the, the entrance. Bank. And then instructs the, the landlord to take a gun. Or a knife. I know, or knife, right? Or something. Stand in and front of guard a room the door. With a gun. Sure no one comes in Protect and no one her virginity. Well, well keep her from that. leaving, I think, well, is too. really. But also, <laughs> it is a little creepy. That's it's like terrifying. seems a little extreme. I like yeah. to get roofied and then go wander in a park and hope that a gentleman saves me. Oh, yes. Yeah. So. That's, how I've, that's, your, yeah. that's, that's how I've met all my husbands. That's your thing? I've met all my husbands. And then Eddie, <laughs> in the middle of the night, he'll come find me and I'll be like, my princess, come. And he's like, stop doing this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's, he's like, no I point. hate it when you do this. Like, this is the third time this week. So um, um, G- 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 Giovanni checks real quick and comes back and says, bellissima. <laughs> And yeah. Joe gets excited and says he loves him. This and, is the beginning yeah. of it becoming a little creepy. This is okay, the beginning yeah. of men this scheming. Is scheming. Yes, mm-hmm. I, was just I know. That. Sorry, scheming. Sarah brought it Hashtag up. Hashtag scheming men. Scheming men. Yeah, Sarah. Sarah coined this. Yeah. This is the beginning of the scheming men arc. Because mm. there are lots of men who scheme in this mo- yes. movie. Yeah. So, uh, so it's time for her to leave. He meets her out mm-hmm. on the roof. She After goes, being berated by an old woman. She goes for a little my life. hanging out on the roof time. He offers to take her somewhere and feed her. And she's like, oh, no. She's like, oh, no, I don't eat. <laughs> Princesses don't eat. No. Uh, she has to She has to get be, be getting get back to the, yeah. the castle, which yeah. she probably should. There's a lot of people yeah. worried yeah. about her but, at this point. But she doesn't. And that's what's so striking about this. Well, he wants to take her around. And she's like, no, no. And uh, then she's like, oh, wait, I don't have any money. And it looks like he's looking at Giovanni like he thinks Giovanni thinks that he's paying like a prostitute. A prostitute. Yeah, it looks yeah. again. We got another prostitute joke because like, I can't get enough of those. Yes. And that's exactly what I thought. Because when you think of Audrey Hepburn, you think of prostitutes. Yeah, most yeah, prostitutes are dressed like, like school girls, girls, which is yeah. what she looks like. In she that looks outfit. like a fucking school girl. Yeah. Um, and, and not like into... a sexy scroll, school no. girl, like a like an actual school girl like with Madeline. a skirt yeah. that goes all the way down like to Madeline. Her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Madeline. She does. 
Um, so he gives her some rolled money. up her sleeves. And then not yet, not, not yet. yet. Nope. So the sleeves oh, are still all the way okay. down to her her mm. wrists. So instead of taking the cab back, she we goes get on the, a little makeover. Yeah, we get the classic white girl discovers another well, culture she montage through the market. Yes. Yeah, it's the white and girl discovers culture shoes. montage. Yeah. Oh, yes, one of my favorite montages. Right? It's, this is like another never... moment that reminds me of Aladdin, where mm-hmm. she's like in the marketplace, and then. Joe fall follows her and is like observing her, Which, and making sure she doesn't buy the wrong thing or and something. Similar to I Jimmy Stewart in Vertigo, that's what I is thought. The worst sleuth ever. <laughs> yes. Worst. Also, given that this is the second movie we've watched from the 1950s where a man follows a woman, was that like a pastime in the 1950s? I don't, apparently, no, I don't is this know. Is a common thing that men There's did? There's actually is just a class on it. Stock women. That like, is actually how my grandfather won over my grandmother. He, she moved from uh, Iowa to Kansas City, Missouri to go to beauty school. He showed up to take her on a date. Her parents were like, she's not here. She's in Missouri. So he turned up in Missouri and was like, go on a date with me. And that's how I became a human on this planet. That is Several generations later. Isn't that That actually, it's a really cute story when she tells it. Um, okay, because that sounded creepy, what you said. Stalking Men, was endearing back then. Stalking was endearing. And also, like, he followed her way across state lines. It wasn't he called was stalking. so in love with yeah, well, her. There, st- stalking was not a... Like, I talked to my parents about this. Well, stalking was not a term. It was like, romantic. They, they did not... There was no such... It they, wasn't they, until, like, they, the 80s they, they or 90s, stalking back actually. Then. Like, I've been yeah. listening well, to a lot of stuff about it. It it's doesn't sound like your grandfather was sending her, like... No, he wasn't dead, stalking her. Dead bunnies in the mail or anything. No, he just, like, wanted to take her on a date. Yeah, I mean, that's... But, but like to, a lot of effort, but, but not travel some... across like to for a date. Like that's just yeah, that's intense. They weren't engaged. Yeah. They hadn't like been steady. We just remember sex did not occur before. That's true. At least close well, to marriage it, it, back then. Well, yeah. it did, but just not in relationships. Yeah, not yeah. So she goes on a walk around room. <laughs> yeah, and discovering the culture. Discovering the culture. Uh, meanwhile, Gregory Peck follows. He buys a fake watermelon. Mm-hmm. That was fake. It looked fake to me. <laughs> Maybe because of the black, black, black. It's like they painted it or something. I mean, it's in black, black, um, black, black and white. She gets shoes. She gets herself something nice to eat, and then she gets her hair done. She gets, yeah. a, she gets like, her hair done. Literally all three See, things. Like, yeah, I, I think that like, it's like yeah, nice that's tits. fun. Yeah, but like is is I mean, it's fun, but like, is are we supposed to believe that she's irresponsible? Yes, I I think. Th- well, I, I wrote down she was on right like here. a joy day, like a day of her. Right here, I wrote your, down. I this was, is me as a teen. Yeah. Like when my mom gave me twenty dollars and was like, "Go have fun at the mall with your friends." This is what I did, you yeah. know. I thought it was like her day of freedom. It was yeah. like a treat yourself. Oh, kind for of situation. sure. It was definitely a treat but yourself is that, day. But that's not always the responsible thing to do. Is what I'm saying. Like, are we supposed to believe that sh- this is well, her being irresponsible? I think we're here's what we. Or oh, sorry. Oh no! Please go. Like I think across the movie, like it shows her becoming more responsible, so that by the yeah. end, that yeah. shift that she makes is a lot more dramatic. So, and also yeah. like at the beginning of the movie, like we talked about, she like, has like a, a tan- tan- yeah, tantrum like a, that like a, mm-hmm. a, a, a four year old would have. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. kind of think we see her growing up, and I understand it. It, it made sense to me. She's gonna pay him back. She has the money. Yeah. yeah. It's not like she stole it. I think she like. Even when she's like, I mean, so far her her escape was like sleeping in some strange man's bedroom. Like, I mean, she wanted to get something out of her time in Rome. And I I saw it as not irresponsible, but more like 
a chance for freedom. And like yeah. she was probably working her way back towards her home base. And on the way, she was going to buy some shoes and get a haircut. And that's exactly what I would have done. And if we see it as like her having a breakdown in the beginning, well, like if you go to a therapist, the therapist will tell you do self-care. And so like that was her self-care. She was having a little self-care. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes to the barber who seems very Mm -hmm. angry about having to cut hair. I know. Very upset about cutting all her hair off, even though it is the picture that is in the window and of your the shop. And, and it's her hair. And, and a woman leaves with that haircut as she's walking in. And your only job is to cut hair. Like, like that's literally, like that's... literally your one job. Yeah, she's like... But he gets mad about her getting coming in there mad. to get her head haircut. Yeah. Like he, the higher he, like, it goes, the matter he gets. He's, he's like, like yelling chunk, at her. And he's yeah. like yells, off, off, he cuts, off, off. <laughs> she still wants a short, shorter... By the way, he's, he's like a Bugs Bunny character. I have like... I've switched places with this hairdresser before where it's been like... So I've asked someone to cut my hair off and I'm just like, ah, ah, ew. Like every time they cut something off my hair. And they're like, why did you come here? Yeah. And I'm why like, because it's healthier. You cut it off. So By the way, his name is Mario. 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 The other Italian name. Yeah. Mario and Giovanni. And know. he's got the a mustache. only two Italian names. He's got the mustache. He's got a mustache. mustache. Yeah. Meanwhile, outside, uh, Joe assaults a young school schoolgirl. Okay, that was yes. creepy My as fuck. Yeah, God. and it's creepy to as take, fuck. And he's like, he like ripping this hammer. No, yes. he's like, several times. He like tenderly like pulls it like away, and the girl's like. No. no, it's my camera. No, like she's in the <laughs> yeah. softest, most like yeah. so upsetting, scared voice. And and the te- teacher walks up and is like, "What is wrong with Why you? Why does I the know. teacher not yeah. do more?" Like, well, I mean, I think she's just like, "Let's steer you away from the crazy man." Yeah, she's like, "Come with me, dear." Like, but I've been a teacher the- for young children, and it's more just like, "Let's not engage this man anymore." <laughs> Except, <laughs> let's just she go this gives way. him a stern look, like don't like yeah but it's like a but he like don't he's he's like that's a nice slow you wouldn't mind if i I know he's real creepy about it god and he just like he's like pulling on it anyway so he does not get the camera access to the camera Mm -mm. um her barber asks her out yes right her hair okay her haircut is amazing it's so fly so fucking cute so cute so cute so she gets this like I can't rock dude. that look. Like I can't butt. do it. It's like a duck's butt. Oh my god, it is. It totally is. It's like feathery and like going in the opposite direction. It's just so cute. Oh, you're you're. And she's got right. bangs. I want bangs. You guys. I know. You should get bangs. My no. hairdresser said no. But this, Sarah has bangs. This guy. Don't be. Don't get a haircut from this guy. I was like, no, I really want bangs, no. and my hairdresser was like, mm, you can't. No, you don't. Find a hairdresser that always says yes. <laughs> that one in Biloxi, though. Um, so he invites her to a dance party thing. What is it? He does. He invites her to a, a barge party, a right? Barge it's party. another yeah. barge party. Barge, barge party. Barge party. In the garbage scow. With a lady named Murray. In the garbage scow. <laughs> I would go to a party on a garbage scow. I'm not going to lie to you. I'd be like, it's so underground. It would be so new. Like, we didn't know anybody there. So, uh... Joe, right? That's his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, Joey Jam Jam. She's Joe, enjoying her gelato. Jimmy Joey Jam Jams catches up to her. Catches he, like, up to he, her. He like pretends that he like goes up the stairs and like walks down as if he's been somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like when you accidentally bump into someone at the grocery store like, oh, that hey. you've been stalking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to be here at 1230 p.m. and you were going to be buying milk and exactly. cookies. Exactly. Milk and crackers. Crackers. <laughs> yes. Um, 
story of my life. So he, he, he's lying about his intentions. She's also lying. She says she's playing hooky from school. Yeah, she's yes. a runaway from school. And 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 he like he you know he smiles like he he knows that she's lying. But she yeah. like says she like she does this in the cafe too, like where she throws in like the truth. Like I was g- given something to make me sleep at school, and which she she was yeah. given something yeah. to make her sleep, but it wasn't at school. You know. Yeah. He agrees to ta- he promises to take her around. Like he's yeah. like I can show you around. So he takes. And her she's like, cafe. "What a lovely man! Thank you for yeah. taking me on this journey." And she says she'd like to do just whatever I'd like the whole day long. <laughs> yes. yes. No schedule. So they go to the cafe mm-hmm. where she has a she has a Hillary special. <laughs> the champagne for lunch. I literally have like four lines about yeah. it. Just like they're like, what would you like to eat? She's like, champagne. champagne. He looks at her like, and Hillary's like, yes. And I'm like, yes, queen. Yeah. He, he looks at her and he's like, she'll have the champagne and I'll have the cold coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and I got me to think like, was Which cold is like coffee something cheaper than fucking, warm coffee? Like, not your fucking dad, but I mean, like, something I fucking dad would order. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I guess if she's getting drunk, I'll stay sober. I'll have a cold coffee <laughs> and have a coffee and a con- and, and an Alka Seltzer, please. <laughs> I thought it was a cheap thing because he didn't know how he yeah, was going to pay for che- that. Yeah, yeah. I assume. Uh, so. yeah. He had no idea he was going to pay for yeah. the cake yeah. or champagne. Yeah. So they again lie about their jobs. She says mm-hmm. she's I'm away from school. She and talks about he's her like, father I'm in the fertilizer business. Oh yeah, she's she talking about her father. Her father That's right. Like says some, Basically some true things PR. about him, and like, so, but says like, he's in public yeah, he's relations. in poli- he's in public relations, and he, he does and this you know, and that, no, yeah. no, 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 no one ever quits from that type of work. And right. She's like, uh, I mean, if I didn't know her, I'd be like, is your dad on the mob? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this he's is like, Italy. Yeah. yeah he it just is had a f- Italy. Thank you. He just had that a, is exactly a what I was thinking. Again, I'm sorry for anniversary of when Italian he started listeners. his work. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. sorry we're using guys. stereotypes. Well, she's you. not. Oh, I, I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Welcome to Martin Scorsese's Roman Holiday. Okay. Martin Puzzi's <laughs> Roman Holiday. That would be a Roman excursion. So that's it. <laughs> um, he says he's in the the selling game. What do you sell? Fertilizer, chemicals, chemicals. So fucking sexy, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody tells me he's a chemicals dealer, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go home to like, my palace. Like out of everything you could sell, why fertilizer? Well, didn't like a horse neigh yeah. or something? Yeah, when it he was said like, that? and he was like, horses, poop, <laughs> manure, <laughs> fertilizer, street signs, six signs of separation. <laughs> Got it. I thought that was. I, like, it would have been much better if he would just be like, us. <laughs> yeah, just like poop. Um, I'm a I'm a poop salesman. Well, that's what he thinks I'm about in the poop game. riding in Italy because he wants to get back to New York. Call back York to the Times. pajama yeah, game. Yeah, he does. He does. He wants to write for the New York Times. Oh man, you guys! Isn't that I'm, funny? How in the fifties they said, "I'm in the blank game." I'm like, in the poop game. I'm in that poop business. <laughs> I take the duty and sell it. This is a sketch that writes itself, you guys. It's like, a it's a family business. My dad was in poop. I'm in the poop game. Speaking of, can I have your poop now? My great grandfather, Jefferson Sessions Beauregard Beauregard Manua. (laughs) He discovered that horse shit was the best fertilizer in the land. He used to carry a whole cart of poop from town to town. And they say he's still carrying it to this day. Oh my god. (laughs) To Mary Smith and John South. This nation nation was built on poop. 
We wouldn't have potatoes without my granddaddy. No. <laughs> Jefferson Manua. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So they're at the cafe. She's drinking champagne. He's drinking his cold coffee. Irving yep. stops by wearing pants that are about four sizes too large. Just huge. <laughs> they all, all the way do. Up to his nipples. All of them do. Up to his nipples. And some uh, kind of like bomber sailor jacket. jacket. I don't know. I still would have taken those clothes off him. Let's be honest. I would have tested that beard. Taken Hillary, I'm right drive. with you. I would have taken that beard for a test drive. I don't right know then what his there. body looks like under all that. But I, I would imagine. imagine. fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when we get the the whole shtick about Irving doesn't know what's going on. Irving is the dumbest person alive, <laughs> and Joe is the worst at distraction. It's like just let me, absolute let, worst. I'm, I guess this is why he got the cold coffee. Because if he had just said coffee, uh, yeah. we would have been like, I mean, oh my he would have had a scalded dick, and it would have been a totally different but guys, story. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. So she, he gives her the nickname Smitty Smith. because she says she's Anya Smith. Smith. Okay. Yes. Yes. Is that she was like that came from? I was wondering I where Smitty know. came from. Oh my god, guys! Mm-hmm. I cried so hard laughing about poop. That I, have, I'm scared. I look like I look like Carrie from from from, from 1976's Brian De Palma film. Carrie. I love when Nicole laughs so hard that her mind scares. I know. <laughs> like I you to qualify for the 1977. <laughs> well, film I wanted to Brian make sure De Palma film. I wanted to make sure we knew it wasn't that fucking sad fucking remake. Uh, I love what? you. I love you, Kelly Pierce. But fuck that. If you've seen Fucking the remake, just stop. remake. Just stop yeah, watching no, remakes. Not good. Not good. Anyway, we're, we're not. This isn't a podcast about Ghostbusters, which is different. Yeah, that was great. Um, so, um, <clears throat> and then, and then that's when Irving says, "Hey, did anyone ever, ever tell you you're a dead r- ringer for?" And then Joe kicks him in the foot. Yeah. yeah. So Irving's there to take pictures of her, but he doesn't know who she is. But then he kind of catches on. But it's like maybe you guys could have worked this out on the phone. Like, well, he why? didn't. He never agreed to take pictures. He didn't. No, no he didn't. No. Joe just said, this is important. This is a big oh. story. So he, he just happens to run into them. Yeah. That's yeah. why he assaulted the little girl on the street. Yes. Uh, he wanted the camera. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. It sounded a lot creepier than that, or looked a lot creepier than that in the film. Like, yeah. I didn't get that. No, he it was definitely for the camera. And he was well, I knew that. Yeah. I knew he wanted yeah. the camera, but I was like, isn't Irving on his way? Mm-hmm. And um, then Anne asks what a ringer is, and Joe says it's an American term for anyone who has a great deal of charm. Right, so this begins like again. This is the scheming men, scheming, mm-hmm. treating yes. her kind of like a child. And I'm like, yeah. how does she not catch on that? Like, I would be because like, because she's never been weird. around humans before. This is showing and her naivete. Also, yeah, she's very naive. Sarah, she's very women vulnerable. are dumb. That's what that's what I'm well, thinking. I'm thinking that women thing are dumb. Is that like if I it, when you're never around a person, like it's very easy to be duped by someone when you've never been in the situation before. Yeah. Like that's I've true. know I've been in situations before where I've like I've gone along with an idea for way too long because I was just duped into it because I was like I've never been here before and this seems like a great idea. You're telling me how great it is. And now, sure. And like I I get it with her like why she's just like yeah, I'm Smitty, and like it's so great to meet you, and like she doesn't really know what's going on because like that's true. But, but never even put on pants. To her credit, on. to her credit, she does look suspicious immediately. Like she when does. Irving walks up and he's like, "Hey, hey, little muffin, how are you?" Like she looks suspicious yeah. of him right away. And then you can tell by her body language. So after kicking him, spilling coffee mm-hmm. on his lap, and then kicking his chair over, um. Joe brings Irving inside to kind of ex- finally explain the situation. Is this before or Irving after the is cigarette? pissed. This is before. before. Okay. 
He like manhandles him. He like yeah. grabs him. And is like, he's like, oh, look at you. Your ear's about to fall off. Here, let me take you inside. Yeah. And uh, then he says, "What would?" Then he says to Irving, "What would you do for five thousand dollars?" And then he picks yeah. up. Then Irving, that's the creepiest thing. Yeah. What would you do for five thousand What would you? What would you guys do for five thousand? I'd do a lot. Would you murder somebody? I wouldn't do that much. I don't think I would either. Y'all, that's a down payment on a house. I'd do a lot. It I would mean, it would be. Enough. I want to move it's out the, of my apartment. It's the entire budget of one of our films. That's yeah, true. But if I was doing it, I'd use it for a house. There but you. I would not do anything <laughs> sexual. You're so fucking sexy. I would. But and if that's I okay. I'm not saying that's, for that's not okay. Grand, I'm just saying I wouldn't feel comfortable doing you anything. You know, for five thousand dollars, I'd spend the night with somebody, probably Gregory Peck or Irving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't have you sex know? with those old fatherly types. I would. No. I probably would. I mean, no, I'd probably no, do it no. for free, but 5000 that just that's <laughs> yeah. icing on the cake. Yeah. Also, they're like dead now. Well, I mean. <laughs> I wouldn't you now. That oh. now. Nicole. It's different. $5,000 to have sex for free. with Gregory Peck's corpse. Well, no. Nope. I would consider nope. it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Would I get uh, something for the smell? Oh, God. You know what? Take all that. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, so, there's a bench right there, isn't there? Now, Ooh. Irving's problem is he's like, we can't go running around town with a hot princess. Yeah. Or can we? I didn't know they used that word back then, hot. I think he meant like stolen. I th- yeah, I think hot oh, okay, meant okay, stolen. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we're in a Godard film. Did Nobody it, knows who Godard is. Oh, no, I know who me. it is. No. I want, I'm well, now we're in like a Jules and Jim film. We're uh-huh. like, you know, we're, we've got the two guys and they're going around a European city with a chick who's kind of a loose cannon. Hey. And we're falling what? in love. In a Vespa. In a Vespa. Where do they get the Vespa? Do they rent the Vespa? You know, these are I don't know, rows. but she's riding side saddle on the Vespa and it's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. Because that that's how princesses dangerous. ride. Yeah. They're at the mouth of truth now. They get to yeah. the mouth of truth. Favorite scene? Which I've been to the mouth of truth. Is that a I've real never thing? Been there. It really is a real thing. And I actually got a very bad sunburn outside of it because we had a whole lesson at the gazebo outside. Yeah, how it works is if And it you really lie, does bite your hand off. It really does. If you lie, if you, you put are your a hand liar. in the mouth, it will be bitten <laughs> off. And if you don't lie, then it won't be bitten off. And yeah. But the whole game is of course they're both lying. Yes. yes. So they're both yeah. like tentatively putting their hands in the lie. Right. Fact I've supposedly heard is that she did not know about that. So that he qu- would that he was pretending really so really that, see, that her reaction she thinks it's real when he sticks it in supposedly and so when she pulls it back like she really thinks that it's gone or whatever like that's her genuine reaction I actually that was that was one of my favorite yeah. moments yeah it was a beautiful because it's moment so real yeah supposedly. it was very yeah. real reaction yeah yeah I and liked it it was very funny yeah so like I was watching it really intensely while it was going on I was like that is real because she, I thought. You could tell she was trying not to break character mm-hmm. because they quickly go outside. And I was like, how do they film that? So I was looking and it's all in the master shot. And then when they do the close yeah. success afterwards. Because, yeah, they do. Yeah. Because yeah. like, well, in that like, area that it's in, it's a very small area. Like it literally is only the, about that big to fit two people. And in. those cameras were big. And, as yeah. Back yeah. Um, but they quickly again. Outside. I just want to mm-hmm. point out that what he does, what he does, is a fucking dad joke. Like that is a dad <laughs> know, joke. It really is. is. That is the oh, most yeah. dad fucking joke. It's also the oldest <laughs> trick in the book. Like you yeah. know, like stick your hand to the mouth of truth and like but joke I, that your hand. But her reaction, off. she like grabs him and like smacks him and goes, "Oh no!" And then she like just so cute. Well, he also like wraps his arms around her. I don't know. It's like some. I don't know. I thought that was a precursor too to like the whole Julia Roberts thing with the yeah the jewelry. 
because that was also improvised. I've never as seen well. that movie. Oh, was it? Ooh. You've never seen Pretty Woman? Yeah, I don't believe. <gasps> I, be- so I don't believe don't in Hooker it. with a Heart of Gold storyline. Stop it! It's terrible. It seems like utter bullshit to me. We, we should wa- wa- watch that for. We'll for this watch podcast. it for the podcast, and I feel confident that I'll argue against the both of you the whole time. I feel confident I that, that I will movie. dislike that movie. You will. I hate it, but we have to wa- watch. I watch love it. it. I'll watch it. <laughs> so, the boat party. The boat, boat party. party. She could have danced all night. So she she's dancing. She's night. having a good time. She's finally having her party on the barge. Yeah, and that's that all she she's wanted to do this whole time is party on the barge. Uh, she's choosing to dance with them. In a she, sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In a sense. In a sense. Yeah, I think so this is definitely her choice. She yeah. wants, she to, wants to dance with, with Mario. At the very least. Okay, well, before Mario the barber gets there. Well, actually, no. He gets there and he's... For some reason, he doesn't have a mustache, which I don't know what that's about. Mario the Barber, yeah, he he goes off. He gestures to it and goes off. Like, I wonder, like, did the actor, like, shave his mustache halfway through production? And they were like, fuck you, Mario. They're like, fuck you, you got it. Now, somebody write a line about the mustache. Like, why? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So Mario the Barber shows up. And he starts redoing her hair creepily. Okay, here's the creepiest thing that happened to me. So, for, okay, so she's dancing with Joe. She's having a good time. She looks like she's fucking into it, right? Yeah. And then they stop dancing. They go to the bar. They run into Mario the Barber. And Mario turns to Joe and he says, do you mind? Can I dance with her? Without asking her at all. Yeah. Like, can I borrow this cup of sugar from you? That's yeah. what I was creeped out about. That was fucking creepy. And that I realized that's thing. something that would have happened commonly in this time period, but it's still creepy. Like, he doesn't ask her, would you like to dance with me? He looks at Joe and says, can I borrow your lady? Yeah. Says, can I take can her I out Can I enjoy the pleasure? Exactly. Can I enjoy the pleasure? <laughs> Gross. Cunnilingus with your girlfriend. <laughs> Oh um, yes, Mario, you can. And, I and shaved like, my mustache jo- for this. And, 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 <laughs> I just put a few miles on her. But really, I didn't. And, and, and Anne is like, well, if Joe says I can, then I'm sure. <laughs> no, you have to say it in Vera's voice. Um, so she's dancing with Mario, who does creepily fix yeah, her bangs. her hair, splits it down the middle. It's yeah, so which cute. I did not like. No, which, like, no. Why? And he like rearranges her hair. He keeps redoing her bangs, and I'm just like, leave your hair the fuck alone, oh, you the, creep. The, the coup de grace was like he rearranges her hair, and then he takes a comb and then slicks it back over his yeah. hair. But isn't that supposed to be like a joke, like a cute, like oh, the the barber can't stop. We're we're yeah, I guess we're, maybe we're, that's it. Was supposed to be a joke, but also I was just like, leave her hair. The stop alone. touching yeah. her fucking hair. Uh, Irving shows up with, with um the least conspicuous camera. It was massive ever. Which it was like giant it had like flash bulbs on it yeah. it's like he's not even and she, like, trying didn't anymore. even notice somehow he sets it up at the bar mm-hmm. and i did think about this like he, he wouldn't need a flash for nighttime it is yeah it's nighttime yeah, yeah. but it's very inconspicuous but like i've accidentally taken a photo of someone with flash before and it's like you know you yeah know. she's like yeah. she's like what is that she's like oh yeah. lightning weird and then Men in black show up. Okay, the po- cops bust this party up. Yeah, and they're like manhandling her. Well, wow, there's two things going on. Fucking bar brawl breaks out. The Secret yeah. Service show up. The cops show up after the bar brawl, and that's when they yeah, Well, no, they no. were manhandling the her during the service, dance. The Secret Service right, person breaks in to breaks dance in. with her. Uh, which is, again, creepy. It says, yes. Your Majesty. But, like, these or your men Highness. in black, they look like they're about to, like, break out into, like, luck be a late lady tonight in, in, <laughs> yes. guy, in, in Guys and Dolls. Oh like, my God. I honestly <laughs> kind of forgot that song wasn't in this movie, um, to be honest. 
so yeah, so this Secret Service guy from whatever country is like dancing with him. He's like, yeah. your he's majesty. I know he had the creepy. He's like, he had, had 100% had a molester mustache. He on. molestash. Yes. He had a molestache well, on. And then molestache. she recognizes the molestache. Has, hashtag just molestache. won't have it. <laughs> She won't have it. She wants to go back to Joe, who did not try and, and do she, anything like, on the stone. She right. struggles, and he grabs her. Like, that was really. I know. And then Whoa. she starts to scream, Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe. Um, and then a ball bar ba- brawl breaks out. A, a ball busting bar brawl okay, breaks does out. This, the best yes. part was the music. <laughs> that was beautiful. The what band leader decides to play it on. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's like, pl- he's scoring this it. Music. He's did, scoring the fight did, song. Did you guys notice a similarity to this and just one of the guys, how just one of the guys ends in like a this yes. brawl at a, yes. a yeah. dance? Yeah. Oh my God, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. Okay. Classic 50s move. I honestly punching, thought it was hilarious. Punching a man in the face. I... Immediately. Pow. And it sounds like you're breaking billiard balls. Yeah. Yeah. Like the sound effect is the sound of like. Billiard balls, yes. Like like ceramics shattering. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I wish I could. Oh, you're really connected with that nose bone right there. (laughs) Yeah. So. And smashes made a guitar on someone's head, <laughs> and does. Irving snaps a picture. He's like, he does. He's like, he, oh, I didn't get that one. Do, do, do it, it again. again. And she's yeah. like, she does it. Which I is wrote, what yes, happens. girl, hit him, Smitty. Right, right. Like, yes, get him. Like, I, I would love to smash a guitar over some dude's head. Which at is some how point every Instagram photo is done. Do it again. <laughs> yes. I didn't get that first shot. Um, Instagram's fake. Then the police show up, <laughs> and she jumps Hashtag. into the water. Into the it, because what, Joe, what Joe is this? Joe is punched into the water, and Anne jumps. Oh, after Joe him. got punched into the into water. The water. Yeah. Yes. So they both okay. jump into the river. I missed that somehow. She's freezing in that next scene. Like when they get on yes. the bank, she's literally freezing in that scene, and she can okay. barely get deliver her okay. lines. Okay, but the hair light is is off the chain. You guys, <laughs> that hair light it really is is out of control. <sighs> That kiss. They shiver the and laugh and cuddle and hold each other close. And then Joe kisses her. And <sighs> they both look shocked and kind of embarrassed. And then they just walk okay. away. That was so cute. Guys, I had a totally so different chased. reaction to it this. It was so chased, Patrick. I yeah. agree with you. It was okay. really cute. It's not like he pulled out a dildo and was like, would you want to try it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like, they're... Can I put it in your butt? <laughs> like, they're they're em- embarrassed because... <laughs> They're 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 embarrassed that they let themselves get carried away. Get carried away because back then you weren't allowed to just go around. I know, but as a modern woman, I interpreted as like it looked more like him. He 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 like kissed her and then he was like, "Oh God, I'm like so much older than you." Oh, (laughs) that makes sense. I just kissed my daughter. Like that's what it kind of looked like. Not that old. If he was a six year old father, maybe he's okay. He thirteen years older. He looks like he's forty five. You guys, and she looks like she's seventeen. He doesn't. She looks like she's fifteen. I mean, (laughs) right with the haircut, maybe nineteen. Whatever. I love this kiss scene. I I love it. I think adorable. I did not find it romantic. I I thought it was super romantic and cute. I thought it was awkward and weird. All I could hear playing in my head was Mariah Carey's Dream Lover, which is a whole nother can of worms because she also Mm -hmm. married an older man. Yeah, she did. (laughs) She did a very old man. Uh, Anyway, they kiss. They're not happy about it. No. No. They're, they are. They're both embarrassed. It's like an embarrassed, but it's like a. Well, I'm. It it crashes the veneer that they both have built. Yeah. Yeah. But also, but also the look that she had was, oh shit, I can't, like I'm a. Both. 
yes for princess yeah. and he's like oh mm-hmm. shit you're a princess like and that was the look that the look was not oh you're my daughter it was, it was regret this, i know we can't do, do, it do, was the bodyguard and really i'm jumping ahead here but at the end of the movie that's what was going through my head was so whitney, whitney houston, houston was playing yes you know that musical is coming to the Fox next year. I, I hear it on the radio. And I the am TV pretty in the sure I have night. tickets, and um, I'm going to see it with Cruz. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I may need to buy tickets. To go with you. <laughs> so they have an awkward kiss, which you guys make mm-hmm. sound a lot more uh, interesting than I, the I way I felt. So many awkward kisses. No, when you say it, it makes sense. But when I watched it, I was like. Ugh. It was like a high school science teacher kissing one of his students. That's how it felt to me. Maybe it was Drew Barrymore, and she had never been kissed. Never been kissed. She has kissed. never been kissed. She hasn't. Yeah, she's never no. been alone with a man in the same room. I know, and now she's next, sitting next to a wet man. Well, she's ruined goods is what she is, according to the patriarchy. Like. <laughs> exactly. That was her look. Husband. That was her look. She was like, oh, God, I'm ruined goods. <laughs> then they're back in his apartment. That's exactly what that look was. So they're back at her place. But for the place. first shot, you just see him, and he looks kind of like, Alone, mm, and, he's, and you think he's alone, but she's in the bat, bat, bat and he's zipping up hair. his pants. I'm just kidding. Oh God, she's in his <laughs> no. robe, fixing her hair, and then they like go out and they. Oh, and her robe is like all the way up to her all chin, the way up. all the way up she to her chin. Hold on, hold on. That's his robe because he says, yeah. "You look good in that," and she's like, "I should always wear a robe or something." No, like that. he says, "You should always wear my clothes." Yes. Yeah. That's is that kind of scandalous for the 50s for oh, her to be wearing his clothes? Oh, it's, oh, I yes. think it's so. Trumbo being all. But it is. I, something. I, <laughs> you guys can't see this on the podcast, no. but Patrick did a little dance just I then. Did. Trumbo was trying to be very under I, the table. I did love this scene, though, and like no, their conversation so that they have during it where she's like, they're talking about life and mm-hmm. how life is not always what you want it to mm-hmm. be. And like, and I love that. And they're jolted back to reality right yeah. and but i think that's a really real moment for her it where is. she's just like life isn't always what you want it to be is it and he's just like well nope it's not and she's just like is that yeah. before the cooking and then and then and cleaning and, and sewing exactly and, ironing. and, and she's then like, yeah. i want to wait, do all these things for you no no wait okay so <laughs> he says i don't have a kitchen she's like where's your kitchen he's like i don't have one i eat yeah. out a lot and she's like oh do you like that and he's like well no and then they say that stuff about life not being yeah. it. But then she was like, I wish I could cook for you. I know how to cook and iron and sew. I learned all these things. I learned all these, never use but them. I never get to use them. As though this is something that she really wants. And I'm like, but bullshit. Here's the thing is you cannot blame a girl for wanting what she wants. She is a woman who has a very high pressure job assigned to her. That is true. She spends her she day making speeches. Being a, di- a diplomat, like dealing working, with high like society an men, job. and she has an actual job, and all she She's wants to do is bitch. like raise some kids and like she didn't make say anything some about chicken, kids. you know, <laughs> she whatever. Didn't say anything about kids? All she wants to do is make, make some chicken Look, and clean her house, I and just, like I get that, I get that, and we cannot shame a woman. for I'm not what, shaming doing what her. She wants to do. I be, I don't think that that is like a thing. Uh, here's what I'm here's what I'm saying. I think this is the moment where I feel like it's very obvious to me that this was written by a man. Because nobody wants to fucking do laundry and fucking clean for the that, rest of their life. Nicole's nobody right. fucking wants that. No. I, wants that. No, let me tell you. Would you I do wash, it all day long? I, watch, uh, I wash underpants and clean up after people all day long. That is what I do. Yeah. And You dream to escape it. And but, 
I, there are wi- it, it's women. something that are has, women there are women who, who want to who, do that. They want to take care of people. They want, and they want to do that. To, their I'm, mission want, in life look, is to be a caregiver. They want to do their husband's underwear. They want to they wash it. Want they, to, want they want to wash there their are children's women laundry. Okay, tell me they, they want to my take mom. it and then pass it on to somebody. Yep. But actually doing it, no. Look, I love my children. I love my husband. I actually do love caring for people. I do love taking care of people. But when you do dish it the same goddamn load of dishes every day and the same goddamn load of laundry every day, that's not fucking like enjoyable. Right. This is a lie that that is sold to women as though doing laundry every day is an enjoyable thing. I'm sorry. I go to work every single day and I type the exact same proposal every single day. I type the exact same invoice every single day. I write the same email every single day to people. How is that any different than doing the same laundry, the same dish, the same household chores? I I don't see how that's any different than having a job. And like, I think that there are women in this world and there are people generally in this world. I think there are men in this world who would much rather spend their days at home doing laundry for their wife and their children and caring for them and making meals and and washing dishes. We're not saying that you're selfish for not wanting that. Oh, I'm not. I know I'm not. And everyone gets their own thing, but it's it's okay to want what you want and it's okay to want to wash the same pair of underwear every single day and, for your and husband and fe- do feminism that, you is know? about you already have to wash underwear i do imagine if that was your fucking job every day to be alone but it would not doing be any different than what i do every day i am alone but every you have day. a choice to do something different but feminism right. is about well, le- letting women choose what choice? they want to do and okay but hear this. me out guys mm-hmm. hear me out some for women a second. do want this i'm sure some women do but this is a woman who gets to travel from city to city. Yeah, like the part where people tell her what to do sucks. But she changes that in the end. Right. She, I'm supposed to believe that a woman who goes from city to city actually making a fucking difference in the world, like making speeches and shit, wants to like, all she wants to do is do a man's laundry. I'm sorry, but that is fucking bullshit. Like, that is the same thing that you get angry about when you see a movie where a woman is becomes a mother and like suddenly slips into the comfortable role of being mother, even you're though right. she's never had any interest right. in being a mother. Right. That is the same thing as this to no, me. No, you're right. I agree. I agree. I'm with not that. saying that some women don't want to be homemakers. That's right. fine. I just don't think this woman does. And this is the only time where she ever but says anything. We like haven't that. gotten any real clues that this isn't what she really but wants. That's not what she does at the end of the movie. It's even not. though we haven't gotten it's there. It's not what she does at the end of the movie. I just think it's a bullshit yeah, thing I, that a male screenwriter not, put I, in here. I, that's I, that's I, all I, I'm saying. That's yeah. the, I that's agree. A lot. I agree with Nicole that it is that it, that this man was not thinking everything that we, we just said about how some women love that stuff. They were thinking. And that is fine. Yeah. If that yeah. is what you truly want to do. I dream of a day when somebody fucking does the fucking dishes. I don't yeah. like doing dishes. Yeah. I, just, I didn't go to school to do fucking dishes and right. wash my husband's underpants. I don't want to. My husband doesn't want to wash his own underpants. No. Nobody wants to do that. I love watching my children grow. I love mm-hmm. seeing them become people. I love the time that I spend with my family and like watching our family grow and develop. The other fucking shit is bullshit servitude that yeah. just comes along with the job that I don't want. But I will say there are a lot of people in this world and I won't even generalize to say women. I will say there are a lot of people in this world who want that as their sole job. I love my children. Yeah. I love my family. I do not love doing dishes. Yeah. I don't 
love I I, I don't say that like my cleaning mom's the same I don't way love Sarah's. cleaning up fucking shit off the floor. I don't like cleaning up the toys. It's a thing that I do because that's part of the job, but it's not something right. I love or take fulfillment out of. And we're not saying that there's anything just there's part nothing of the job. wrong with that though. We're not like, saying that that's I wrong. I don't feel like there is, but I'm also saying that I think this is a lie that America tries to tell about women that that's what all of them want. For that's me, what I'm saying. For me, this didn't seem cross. like a stretch. It it's, just didn't seem like a stretch this for me. Is this movie. woman who was forced into this high-pressure situation who just wants to be in a low-pressure pressure situation where she can be a homemaker, I just I don't feel like that's a stretch. I feel like we see so many movies like Baby Boom and like, uh, like all of these movies where women have children all of a sudden and then they're just like willing to give up their high pressure job to be a mother and it's just like that makes sense to me this doesn't because there was no description no. of children involved because children here's give the you thing. love and and well, but and that Joe doesn't make sense to me because it's not something love. they wanted at their core. It's not something they wanted at, in baby boom. She was literally gifted a child at an airport and she immediately gave up her job to do this in this movie. She's saying, well, all I want is to be but... a homemaker. Like, you know, like all she's saying is I want to be, but a she says it this one time and that's not the choice she makes at the end. It's, and I think it's because this is just although, shoehorned although, in there. That's how I feel. Right. Although at the end, when she's talking about making the choice to stay there, you could tell it's a heartfelt moment of saying, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this, but I'm doing this because it's of for the, my people. The, duty. Duty yeah. is a word that she uses. The, the duty I have for my people and my my faith. Now, I interpreted family. that as In like future, her feeling about not being able to be with him. Yeah. Well, I guess. I mean, come too. on. Honestly, Princess Anne isn't going to hire like like dozens of servants to do her fucking laundry for. Of course she She's is. never done laundry in a day. She's so never done laundry. She has people dressing and undressing her. But the that's fact the thing, that but would... that she n- never has experienced what it's like to not have that. Like when you never, if you grow up having someone do everything for you and you don't know what it's like to do something for yourself, like, wouldn't you want that when you Here's want what it comes across as. It comes across as Marie Antoinette playing in her little petite train on, you know, make believe. Mm-hmm. Like, not to say that their experience isn't real, but there's something belittling about, like, someone saying, oh, I want to do that because it seems like it would give more meaning to my life, but it's doing it almost in a play way. Like, I If don't- she had said, I'd love to fall in love and, and, and get married and have children, I would kind of buy into that. But the idea of romanticizing... Fucking Housework. ironing. I'm sorry. There's yeah. nothing. That's no, fucking bullshit to me. Yeah. It's no, part yeah. of the lie of the 1950s ideal woman to me. I feel yeah. I feel yeah. yeah. I feel yeah on that. Anyway, it, was, it really stuck out to me like. It stuck out to me too. Yeah. Yeah. And I again, I love my kids. I'm grateful for my family. Doing the dishes is just something I have to do. It's not. I don't yeah. get up in the morning and go, thank God the dishes are here to add meaning to my life. You know no, what I mean? I'm, like, I, Trusty, so, I feel the same that does way. Not exist. It's like those emails you write yeah. every day. Yeah. You know, it's not the thing that you wake up for. Right, right. You know? So uh, he drops her off on the corner. Uh, yes. Yeah, like All you right. do with um, most women. And she's like, don't watch me. Don't yeah, watch she's me like, go don't in. watch me. Isn't this how most of your Tinder dates are? <laughs> but it's normally just, me like leaving them in the parking lot. Like, just drop you me go off to the... your car first. Don't watch me. Don't watch me. Okay, can we like, talk you about go you to your car first? As soon as you drive away, I'll start walking towards mine. 
Can um, we, but I'm going to watch you get in your ten, car and drive away ten first. Ten paces. Down. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, I'm going to wait till you get away from me. I'm going to keep my back to this elevator so I can slink back in if I need. But, um, yeah. Can we talk, talk about this for a second, though? Because mm-hmm. when they, like, they embrace and the looks in their eyes, like, I actually wrote, like, I'm not going to read all of it, but it's like, because Nicole, during, what, during the scene was like, oh, they, they only just met, like, they cared this is like too intense for just meeting. And I, I agreed with her at the time, yep. but I thought more about it. And I was like, when you first meet someone, you're not thinking, well, this is it. Like the, yeah. you're always like, well, there could be more, you know, but yeah. they know this is it. Yeah. And even though they don't n- know each other well, they're missing out on who they could be, not yeah. just who they are right now, but okay. who they could right. be. So all they have to yeah. romanticize yeah. about like what could have been. That. Well, they share an impassioned hug. Mm-hmm. With yes. a lot of shoulder rubbing. And a smushy kiss. Hug. And they smush smushy. their faces together. It's gross. It's the typical old movie kiss. They had avoided it up until this point. And then they both baby kissed on the mouth where they both just like go at each other, open mouths. <laughs> and they're just like, <laughs> No eyes open though. Just no, no. No, at least no there's no. I like well, There doing was no that. tongue kissing in Creepy. the films back then. You like smushing faces? It was smushing. Yeah. Well, you know, like noses and like. Side no, this cheek. was like an unnatural me, face like, collision. If you come at me like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's too much, you know. Like I just like I can't do. It. I'm You're sorry, like, listeners, that you can't see my face. She did an opened mouth. It's but if you come at someone, like, like, it was like a gaping fish. mouth. It was terrifying. It's like it's what they get is a cheek. That's what happened because like, you see that well, you're like you're scared. Like, huh. That's the thing is like if you've ever been kissed by a baby, the, where the baby <laughs> is like they're like oh kiss your auntie, and then the baby comes at you and you're like oh god. <laughs> it's like that's what all old movie kisses look like. And it's like an I open think I mouth, saw this in a great great like peck movie almost like it's not open mouth they not, didn't they made them close their mouths and smush they mm. weren't allowed to open them Duck and face. like and like Duck do face. the blah, blah, blah. They but they, like they go like, there's like some serious like shoulder rubbing going on like yeah, they're just yeah. like I'm so turned on that I have to grind your shoulder when you're leaving yeah. a loved well, one like bodyguard style you have to shoulder just rub my shoulder now. Now if faster, you, if, the shoulder. Just because like they can't if, rub the nipple. If if <laughs> if, you, if you watch movies from the third third thirties and sometimes in the forties, the women you can't see see what I'm doing, but I'm going to show them. The women like they throw their heads back exposing their and most they, like, vulnerable kiss their parts. chin like open mouth chin kiss yes yes it's just okay and it is exposing the bosom but, yeah. to receive. Oh, God. You guys, he's such a nice dad. He's so, such a nice dad. He's so nice. And then she turns and runs from him. She the look, the away. look, she skips away from the school bus and runs back. But like says, the I look, have he looks. Where, him looking at the place where she disappeared, his mouth is slightly open. He's like, he's heartbroken. I'm just like, he's oh, so heartbroken. It makes I me wish so sad. That, I wish that she a man looked so at me fast. like the way that Joe Bradley looks at Princess Anne. I agree, Sarah. I agree. I'm really sad about it. I thought this scene was super sad. Yeah. I won't even lie. I loved it. I, I don't thought think it was super sad. This scene wasn't sad. I to made me. a. It was you a can ask Sarah. One. I made a lot of erection jokes during. Yes, this scene. yes, she did. <laughs> <laughs> she was. I like, was oh, like, he has an erection right an now. Erection. Oh, she feels it. <laughs> This scene wasn't sad to me because it wasn't the subtlety like in the following scene. Like, yeah, yeah. it was kind of like, well, of course this was coming. Like, I feel like it was forced yeah. passion to me. I it just Fair. I wasn't feeling yeah. it. Okay, mm-hmm. so he drops her off. Everyone's sad. 
uh, back at home, the old people are expecting some kind of explanation she from Anne. Gets yeah. her power. She's just like, fuck yeah. you. I like this scene. She becomes beautiful. Hartley power in this scene. Yes. She does. Yeah. She does. Yeah. yeah. That will be all. You can go well, to Well, she becomes says, like, she goes from a princess to a queen. Yes. She yes, says, queen. Yeah. Were I yes, not completely queen. aware of my duty to my family and okay. my country, I wouldn't have not come back tonight or indeed ever again. Yes, and queen. And their faces are like, ah, scandalous. <laughs> and hashtag they're like, girl she, boss. Cast a, hashtag girl boss. Yes. Hashtag no milk and crackers. No, yes. No. That's what she yeah. says. No milk and crackers She's tonight. Like, no, I will take brandy. She's like, give me a fucking whiskey. And Duchess is so yeah. scandalized. She just has a running cower in her, like, her weird hairstyle. And this is yeah. the she's first like, scene where we find out she's the countess. She's like, no, thank you, countess. Yeah, mm. and she's like, get out my room, bitch. <laughs> get out. I'm going to take, I'd like a steak medium rare. And don't let that doctor roof me again. Yeah, exactly. yeah no more like, roofies. Keep that fucking doctor away from me. Um, um, yeah, so so the last scene we've got the press conference at um, wherever the fuck it is, is that it they the are. Throne room, yes, what is throne this? room. I don't know, it's gorgeous. This room, let's just yeah. say tears were had all around by both sides. Um, she's me. looking very grown up at this point. She's yes. got like, yeah, very sure. boss looking yes. fucking suit on, yeah, that hat, which fucking hat, blonde hair, which I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't it's mean, feathers, is it? It's feathers, yeah, is it something mm-hmm. like that? Because it's very swoopy and very, it's like it's a swan swoop. It's like, like a, she yeah. scalped Billy Idol, yes, or <laughs> exactly slapped it like. on her yeah. head, or she went towards Natalie Portman in the future who looks just like her and was like, Give me your crown for the black <laughs> swan. Yeah. The press, uh, the press yeah, is behind the, yes. the, the rope. They're behind the, the rope. Yeah. Brap, Joe, and and Irving are on the front row. Okay. At the end of this, now obviously I watched more than once, so I kind of knew what to expect. But the first time, at this point, I still couldn't figure out whether or not they had full, really decided not to tell the story. I, I I was still unsure whether or not they were gonna do the scoop and I was not unsure I'm just saying that's how I felt I, I was unsure if they, I still kind of felt like maybe they were there to intimidate her a little bit honestly I, especially Irving because I Irving's like being a, a smart Irving was kind of being a smarmy dick about the like when they are all allowed to take photos of her during mm-hmm. the conference like and the he fact gets that he the pulls out, the out but I think well, that was him being like like a wink to like yeah. hey this is who she I am. did not she look did. like she was being winked at Here's she looked terrified that they like when she realized that that was Here's a camera yes. go well, ahead Patrick I was just gonna say like with um Joe she makes a statement towards him first and then Joe responds I think the whatever would be pleased that the agency does this or whatever. But with the oh yeah, um, Irving, that's all on him, and he pulls mm-hmm. out and antagonizes mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's antagonizing, even though it's like yeah. to let you know, like I had this, but he winks at her like, See, "Hey, I'm a dick," and here's I got the thing: is like with my I, camera. Well, here's the thing: is I didn't feel like it was him being a dick. But also maybe it's because I didn't realize that the lighter was a camera. Until just then. And you were like, oh, my God, it's a camera. That's when I was just kind of like, (laughs) oh, fuck. How did I not know that? (laughs) But like for me, it was also just kind of like one of those things like that you pull like you're finished pulling the trick on your friend. 
and you show them how the trick was done. Yeah. yeah. You Except know? the trick can ruin your but life. But then the next and you were never choose, friends. The next but they step, choose not to. And the next I feel like step that is, is that he gives her. her the pictures. To right. Keep, but right. I'm saying before She's that happened, really I just wasn't sure. I, I just didn't see that happening without him handing her the photos. I just, I never I saw did, Irving I didn't know what they were going to do. I didn't know. I thought that it would have been really out of character for Irving to snap that photo and be like, screw you, bitch. I'm publishing all this. I didn't know. I thought maybe they were going to try to intimidate her into giving an interview. I didn't know. I I honestly, I didn't know. I, I really first didn't. time I watched it, I did fear that. Like I, this time, I knew well, what they, to expect. It was very the first tense. Time. It was tense to me. But is they, all I'm saying. In Joe's it was very apartment, tense. they like came to the conclusion: no. we're going to the interview. We're not going to. Only I wasn't sure about that. Only Joe I thought, did. I only yeah. felt like Joe felt that way, and I didn't. Know and maybe he left he was it gonna... to Irving to say like, but like you can what, do what you want to do. What are the photos without the story? You know, like right. No but I was still wondering if he was going to try to get an interview i i don't know you know what i mean because um, joe did tell irving like you could get at least 500 dollars for these photos yeah i guess that i've seen enough old movies to know that they don't have pe- people be that bad to each other like they had already developed these characters enough that they would not have had characters i know i'm like just that. saying like i thought it was very tense um she gives a great speech she sees them and there's this very like subtextual conversation that goes on where I, and honestly she looked very afraid like she was like yeah. oh shit like she had yeah. oh shit face on Until and she's she has that question but she, right she she saw softened like I looked closely at her and like when she was looking at Joe and they were looking back at and forth at each other at she the did end kind of, after she got the photos back I loved that moment of them like looking at each other in the silence of Mm -hmm. the two of them studying each other. And it was this moment of like, we both know each other. Yeah. And even her now we're going to go on with our lives. And like, I, I truly think that that in the end is a beautiful moment yeah. between her I and thought Joe. This between scene Anna was and Joe. Wonderful. Of them yeah. looking it was at each other attention. with no words exchanged. There's yeah. been no sexual relationship between the two of them. And they both just say, I, This is who I am. Yeah. This is what I'm going to t- continue doing. Yeah. Thank you for being part of my life. Yeah. yeah. I thought that yeah. was wonderful. And um, I yeah. thought that I was loved, great. And, and I commented to Nicole about this when it was actually happening. Um, but I love the long shot of her going down the row. And before she meet, she meets um, Joe, she looks excited to meet all these guys. She's smiling. She's yeah. happy. She, she has the, the, the anticipation of coming to Joe and then she comes to Joe and then at, all the guys after her face falls and she's, she's like, like Fuck. I, j- I don't have, I just she wants said it over with. hello to him and now I'm going to meet these other guys and now I have to go. You could tell. So that it was like, was yeah, him. it was so, so sus subtle. But you, if you watch clo- closely, you'll yeah. see her face just. And up until the end, I was not sure. Cause she like, once she's done meeting all the press and giving the big speech, she leaves. And at, at that moment, I, was continued to wonder if she was going to turn around and come back. Like he stands and waits. Everyone yeah. leaves. He I stands and waits. Come back. Yeah. Well, this is I what did. we're trained to think. Yeah. All, for I know. tons of movies that we've seen, some at the end they rush back in and they end up half. And there's after. a very long walk where Joe leaves and it's like I a long walk where he's. Like, she didn't. I did too. Loved it. I loved, I loved it. that I she loved didn't. That like she chose her job and her duty. Exactly. She chose her life over him, and I loved it. And he looks back one more time. And, and sees that she's not coming and turns and he kind of like is like okay this is what's happening he doesn't look yeah. crushed he doesn't look 
excited. Just, he's just no, like, this is, this is. He's not devastated. He's just like, like facing this is reality. What happened. And he's like, okay. Which goes back to the I kitchen scene where it. they both realize we're different worlds. And yeah. once we go back to our yeah. worlds, we can't ever come together. Right. Which doesn't that suck that she has to give up love like to this time she does her, her she does what? this time I, I what i like about it is that she ends the movie better stronger yeah. more confident yeah. about her job like she has she's not just a puppet like she she chose to come back to this she chose like, to come yeah. back and she's being she is a fucking boss i 100 yeah. percent agree and yeah. i love that yeah. i love that ending Welcome to Nervous Breakdowns. This is the part where we read horrifying casting breakdowns uh, that are real. So real. Real horrifying casting breakdowns. Where does this come from, Sarah? I'm scared. We're Oh, oh, that's... Well, no. Didn't this come from a Tumblr, though? Castingcallwo.tumblr.com. This is a real casting breakdown from the Casting Call Woe Tumblr site. Lead is a successful and gorgeous girl who is trying to let loose on a Sunday night... When she finds Ned at a bar, she decides to give him a night to remember, not expecting him to still be a virgin. When she dies suddenly, Ned decides he has to have his way with her. Note, the role requires frontal and topless nudity. Director states loosely will appear... Patrick doesn't want to read the rest. Limp as Ned has carnal barbaric sex with corpse. Okay. That's the one I read. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. Sorry, I made you read that, Patrick. The that's that's what we read on on nervous yep. breakdowns. Yeah. That was a real casting breakdown. Halfway through, I was like, oh, okay, this isn't going You're to like, be. Like, oh, this seems oh, all right. Lead. Oh, 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 it's like it's that's like a lead. It's like a Judd Apatow film. Oh are wait. Not a lead. What? That's a this lead not role. A... She goes on it's a date and gets ro- murdered. She dies. And then he has sex with her dead he, body. And then you get to, look, you can, you can. And then you as an actress have to pretend to be dead while, while he you fucks While you have your dead body fucked. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. I'm not going to lie. I have thought about this a lot because we've read so many of these. What would you do for $5,000? Like sexy dead corpse. <laughs> and it's just like, I have thought a lot about how to be a sexy dead corpse and how to lay still while somebody fucks me and Hillary's like ready. as a dead corpse. And I just like, I can't in any way picture this not being comedic I'm because as well i mean obviously just, like, it's intended to be around it's just I'm, is it I'm gonna, or is it like a horror film i'm gonna pitch a short to y'all a micro short <laughs> yeah, if you will i oh, think that's it is called be. how to be a sexy dead corpse yes. oh yeah oh, let's God. do that yes <laughs> oh my God. Patrick, please bring that oh my Please, oh, Professor oh. McGonagall-like teacher please. who says, "No, you are doing it wrong." Please, oh please God. bring Can that I to the next writers' group. Sexy dead corpse. <laughs> we need, we need a classroom like a full of sexy dead corpse. Yes. Oh Lay. God, a classroom full of sexy yes. dead corpse. Patrick, will you write this and bring it? To I the next will, writers and I will group. even create okay. Hermione character who says, "You do this, you do this." Oh, perfect. Oh my God. That's perfect. Yes. yes. All right, this one is more <sighs> tame. Who wants to read this one? I will. Go for it, Hillary. From Tumblr, the Tumblr page, Dustin Calvin. Where you can read a lot more of these actress wanted for horror short must be able to simulate a sexual assault by an invisible force. Oh, dot, dot, dot. And also must be fine with having slugs on her legs. Dot, dot, dot. Rubber hot pants will be provided. Smiley blushing face. Dot, dot, dot. 
Please get in touch if interested. <laughs> did you did you make up any of that? I stuff? didn't become a single bit of that. Oh, even the emoji smiling blushing face. <sighs> Must so it's like slugs. Well, guys, oh, if God. you have dream Hollywood dreams, be pretty. You too can be imaginary raped by a demon while you wear rubber pants full of slugs yes slugs don't forget to slugs welcome to plug it up uh this is the part of the podcast where we plug what are what we're up to uh what the guests are up to so this is where you can find out more about what we've got going on let's start with patrick I am working on the monologue project with Laura Myers, and we are accepting monologues up until April 30th. So send in your monologues. And that's or Hats and Heels, right? Hats and Heels Productions, yes. Yes. What Which site? you are a producer on? Yes. Yeah. And the site is Hats and Heels Productions. Is it Hats.com? A N D Heels? Hats and Heels productions.com and yes. what is what are you guys hoping to get from the monologue project are you looking for actors or you're looking for like what do you what do you want from these submissions we're looking for both writers and actors right now we're just looking for writers who submit their monologues and then the next stage will be finding actors to read the monologues great if you're yes. an actor that writes can you submit a monologue that you want to perform absolutely and Excellent. with that you should record a video of you performing the monologue um nice. Are you looking for anything in particular? From we are looking models? for everything, okay. literally everything okay. that you can think Drama, of. Drama, comedy, experience. spoken word, life experience, yes. Great. And we've already gotten quite a few, so yes. Awesome. And when is the deadline? The deadline is April 30th. And they can submit to hatsandheelsproductions.com. Yes. Great. Or the monologue project ATL at gmail.com I think that's it and yes. they can find you on Facebook correct yes at Hats, Hats and Heels produ- I'm sorry no no thank <laughs> you no I appreciate all the help because I'm senile we're apparently. just like so in love with your production <laughs> well, company I know. that like Hats we can't and stop Heels. I am in love with Critical Crop uh, Top I just I can't com- commented so on great. Hats and Heels with Critical Crop Top which today. Hats and Heels Productions is run by Patrick and uh, a for- another former guest on the podcast Laura Myers who was yes. on our True uh, Beverly Troop, Hills yep True Beverly Hills episode She's yeah. amazing. Yep. And so, anything else about ha- uh, uh, the monologue project that you wanted to say? Uh, not that I can think of. Do you have any social media you want to plug? Uh, Hats and Heels Productions right. on Facebook. Great. So we'll look. We'll look yeah. forward to that. Yes. Awesome yes. monologue project. So yeah, get those monologues in. April thirtieth is the deadline, which is the end of this month. Yes. I'm so excited. Sarah, what would you like to plug? Last month, the film that I wrote and directed, Dick Pick Professional, premiered, and it's uh, still available on Vimeo. Um, it is starred by, uh, starred by? It stars Hilary <laughs> Heath. I like starred by. <laughs> Where can we see Dick Pick? We Vimeo, critical crop top dot, wait, is it? It's a critical crop, crop top, top on Vimeo, so it's Vimeo. Uh, so go Vimeo.com backslash, backslash critical crop top. Critical crop top. And it's uh, backslash front slash side slash. slash. Slash from Guns N' Roses. Backslash. Front slash. Yes. Critical Side crop slash. Top slash. top slash. It's Critical Crop Top on Vimeo, uh, where you can also see other things like Hillary. Uh, well, you can always watch PYT's web show. PYT's web show. On. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick, <laughs> for joining in on that. I can tell you're a podcast fan. Um, 
on vimeo.com slash critical crop top you can watch the full season of pyt's web show and you don't even have to click on each video to watch it you can just click full season and watch all 30 minutes of glory it's very funny it's super great you'll have to smoke a giant fatty while you watch it starring aria mara aria mara abby Abby finch Finch. and tyler dawes Mm -hmm. three phenomenal actors that i am so proud to have worked with uh, last thing I want to say is that uh, we are still accepting donations for our 2017 programming. Thanks to our fiscal sponsor, C4 Atlanta. Uh, we will be able to make all of those donations tax deductible. Yeah. Uh, we take in-kind and monetary donations. Um, if you would like to support us in this way, please visit our website, criticalcroptop.com. Uh, click the donate tab. Um, all of the pertinent information is there as well as a large donate button which you can click um and we'll hopefully be starting an amazon wish list soon yeah for you all if you would like to donate items to us in kind well um thank you patrick for joining us for Yay! today's podcast thank it was you for having me having you patrick, it was so much fun Boom. this spread this was, was amazing we had did we mention this it was so long ago that we started recording i can't remember but patrick made homemade scones, scones and whipped and cream and whipped fucking cream. whipped cream and i've had like four of them now it's amazing because they're delicious along with this cheese something that oh the hillary cheese brought. spread that yeah. hillary I made just, like, it's got massive seven different types of manager special cheese and it was awesome and served so, on nicole's very fancy china we were china. so classy as fuck today guys i wish y'all could have seen this Anyway, thank you, Patrick, for being on the show. We thank loved you. having you. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you, listeners, for listening to the show. Um, you can subscribe. You. We, <laughs> you can subscribe to this podcast, the Feminine Mistake Podcast, on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on SoundCloud. And if you would like us to read a nervous breakdown on the show, so if you have a bad casting breakdown that you'd like us to read, you can send that and your correspondence to feminine mistake podcast at gmail.com. Whoa.